For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coffee, candy, Evan Ingram. Charles McDonald, three things I can never, ever quit. Evan Ingram, tied in, lands with the Jacksonville Jaguars, one year, $9 million. We'll actually be 28 years old this season. It never quite clicked with the New York Giants, but man, I can't quit on the talent, the athleticism, what he brings to that position versus all other prospects and players that we see come through the NFL. What do you think his fit is going to be like with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I can't quit this Evan Ingram train. And that doesn't even just apply to Evan Ingram. It kind of applies to a lot of people who have been a part of the Giants offense over the past year. Because if I just take this to you and say, we have an offense with Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. Kadarius uh, Tony. Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard. You say, oh, wow. Like this is probably an offense that's probably pretty fun to watch and scores a lot of points because I feel like I can comfortably say, I know all of those players are good in the NFL, and I feel like I can extend that to Evan Ingram too. But for whatever reason, it just didn't click for him. Uh, yeah, I, I think. But I think what's exciting about Evan Ingram is when you kind of look at the guys who have entered the league in the past few years at tight end. Uh, you know, guys like Kyle Pitts or even uh, Pat Fryermuth in, in Pittsburgh. These are all guys who are who can run, catch the ball, and Evan Ingram. His, you know, his skill set fits directly into that with what teams are looking for. Uh, at that position. I'm a little curious to see how they, you know, divvy up the snaps between him and Christian Kirk, because I kind of think some of his best work comes from the slot. But uh, when you're just talking about a 6'3", like 230-pound guy who can run, it's kind of hard not to get excited about this guy uh, and hopefully a more defined role and with a better offensive coach than he ever had in New York. Yeah, there's a lot to dive into. And I know a lot of Giants fans might be watching this and I'm not going to say he was a hated player towards the end of his time with the Giants, but everything that you brought up and every <laughs> single time I bring up Evan Ingram's name, I just get replies of, well, he can't block and he can't catch. Okay, so let's take the second part real quick. Um, he had four drops last season. That was 10th in the league among tight ends. Eight drops in 2020. That was tied for second with the names of George Kittle and Mark Andrews. Hey, those guys are, are pretty good as well. Uh, and then three drops in 2019. Does he double clutch the ball? 100%. But again, I think it's really difficult to find players who move like this at a position like tight end and then combining him with someone like Doug Peterson, who has a history of using two tight end sets. Remember, it wasn't just Zach Ertz who had an A dot during Doug Peterson's tenure with the Eagles of 8.3 yards, which by the way is drastically different where Evan Ingram was used last year at 5.4 yards. Again, he was close to the bottom of the league in terms of working downfield at the tight end position and talking again about his style of play. It should be much, much larger. Again, it wasn't just Zach Ertz under Doug Peterson. It was also Trey Burton. People forget that Trey Burton got freaking paid after mm -hmm. his time. So finding something in between there, running a whole bunch of 12 personnel or single tight end sets 
or basically using four wide if you want to and having Christian Kirk in the slot and also Evan Ingram as well. I trust Doug Pearson to put him in an advantageous position compared to what they were doing with the New York Giants, especially last year with him. Yeah, I, I think for for Evan Ingram to kind of revive his career, I think this is a great spot for him. Uh, because also, like, I'm still a big believer in the talent that Trevor Lawrence has. Like, I don't think that, uh, especially towards the end of the year, last year with Trevor, I thought you saw him, the, saw him, the, saw him start to come on yeah. and really figure out, like, the, the speed of the play in the NFL. Uh, you, that, I go back to that game against the Colts, like, when they basically ended the Colts season. And then that was one of those games where you're like, okay, he's starting to figure it out uh, a little bit. And I just think that this is such a good fit for him uh, because now you have like that big body tight end that can actually run. And it, it's kind of like a, a supercharged version of what they had in Dan Arnold last year. Uh, I think if, if this all comes to fruition, and like you said, this is a coach that's had a lot of success with tight ends over the years. And honestly, this might be like the best overall athlete that he's had. Uh, you know, like when, you that. Look at, when you look at where Zach Ertz is in his career and where Dallas Goddard is, maybe those guys are bigger, but uh, I don't think any of them can stretch the field and like legitimately play a receiver in the way that Evan Ingram can at his best. Yeah, and when we think about the Jaguars' offense last year, one, they had no one who could win down the field vertically. And maybe Christian Kirk takes care of that a little bit. But they also had no one that could create separation immediately either and like be a, an outlet or a quick receiver for him. Maybe Evan Ingram can do that for him this year. So this fills a huge gap, not only, again, early in progressions or if there's a hot read, it has to get the ball out of his hands. Boom. Trevor Lawrence can do that, but it also fulfills maybe some of the big play usage and an upside that this team lacked last season. Just a couple of things quickly here uh, on how much Doug Peterson relies on his tight ends. Again, under Doug Peterson, Zach Ertz, saw the sixth, the fourth, the first, and the second most targets among all tight ends during his time with the Eagles. 106, 110, 156, and 134. I mean, again, if we bring up Trey Burton, both these guys played in the slot at least 40% of the time, both played out wide about 16% of the time. They were in line less often than they were detached from the formation. It's just a one-year prove-it deal as well. And mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time, Charles, like, you can go back through history of the league, Titans who improved on their second team or their second contracts who are drafting like the first, second, or third round range. It's deep. Jared Cook, Martellus Bennett, Greg Olson, Vernon Davis, Eric Ebron had his career best year after he left the Detroit Lions. I'm talking myself into it again here. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I covered uh, Evan Ingram when I was, uh, you know, on the, the New York football beat for the uh, the Daily News. And yeah, I, I, I just can't quit it. Uh, when you see him just run in person, even it's just like, man, like, why is this not one of the he's best things in the league? He's different. And, you know, I, I fully understand why, you know, for Giants fans, he was like persona non grata by the end of his tenure there because, uh, you know, we can look at it and say, oh, you know, he only had these numbers of drops. But if, like, you're actually interested in yeah. rooting for the success of the team, some of those drops came at some pretty crappy times for you to, to have a drop. But for me, I, that doesn't really matter quite as much. I'm excited for him. Uh, I'm excited for Trevor. I'm also just excited to see in general, like what the like the makeup of this offense is, because, you know, you don't want to use Evan Ingram as just like an inline guy, uh, because I think he can do a lot all over the football field. And now, uh, you know, I'm interested. I'm just interested to see how Doug decides to play Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, because I think there can be a lot of overlap with how uh, or not how they play, but where they win, you know, for sure.
for sure. Um, let's pull up real quick some of the fantasy rankings of where Evan Ingram is going now. Charles, you'll find this out. Everyone kind of attaches their name to a late round tight end that they think is going to blossom this season. And it rarely ever works. Um, there have been some really random names in the last few years that just haven't happened. But looking at it now, tight end 21 over on underdog. Evan Ingram absolutely fits that. He's going around the likes of CJ Uzoma, Irv Smith, and Logan Thomas behind them, just above now his teammate and Dan Arnold and uh, David Njoku. And, and quickly, the Jaguars have been just throwing around money this offseason. This isn't an unreasonable contract. Again, it's a one-year deal. No. And when you compare it to like what Austin Hooper got a couple of years ago, what David Njoku just got this year in the franchise stack, Mike Gesicki, it's a lower figure than that. Again, it's just $9 million compared to $11 million. So like banking on him in a contract season to then be used more vertically. Again, some of the dots last season, Cal Pitts was targeted 11 yards down the field. Mark Andrews, 11 yards down the field. On average, Hunter Henry, 10.7. Darren Waller, 10.3. These are the guys creating big plays for their offense. Freaking Evan Ingram was all the way at 5.4, extremely close and attached to the line of scrimmage. So not only is this going to be like a, a, a quick reception outlet, I think it's also going to be someone we can see work down the field vertically and work with other second titles. Yeah. I mean, just, just think about the guys that Evan Ingram has had, you know, controlling the offense recently. It's, Pat Shermer, who just got let go by the, the Broncos, uh, Jason Garrett and Freddie Kitchens, I think, are like the yep. past three that he's been dealing with. So uh, I I feel pretty comfortable saying that Doug Peterson is uh, you know better at his job than they were, and I'm expecting him to have a pretty big season. And when national reporters like Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo, cite the name of Zach Ertz for bringing in a, reason, a player like Evan Ingram, that uh, makes my ears perk up a little bit. All right, everyone. Appreciate you tuning in. Smash like, smash subscribe down below. We have all these free agent trade videos during this window. Charles, Josh, talk to you next time. See ya.